0: With the power of Tandem HR, you are in the fast lane on Main Street. With Get Down to Business, with Shalom Klein, the show for business and jobs. Now, the champion of networking, the advocate of jobs, the
1: guru of business, your host, Shalom Klein. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at ShalomKlein.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. It's a live show. You could call into the program at 312 312- 642 5600 312 642 And as a reminder, we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Check out their website, tandemhr.com, or give them a call 630 one zero, so a jam-packed week indeed, and I'm thrilled to be joined by our first guest on the program, Melissa Capassi, um, who has developed an app in partnership and with the fantastic support of the Allstate Foundation that is helping end child hunger in schools. And Alyssa, I know that uh, there is quite a story behind this, so uh, let's get right let's r- get right to it. Melissa, thanks for joining us on Get Down to Business. Well, first
2: of all, thank you for having me on the show,
1: Mister Korn. Absolutely, it's a pleasure. So, uh, Alyssa, uh, you are are doing. You are truly a Wonder Woman, and I know that that is uh, that that might be an overused expression while the movie is uh, is hitting box office records. But I, I certainly think that anybody that's rolling up their sleeves to make an impact uh, deserves that title. Alyssa, what's the story? Why did you decide to make this happen uh, and and change the world?
2: Well, I tutored at an organization called Breakthrough New York. It's an organization that brings together people who want to make an impact in their community through teaching people who are younger than them uh, with people who need assistance academically. And on my first day at Breakthrough, they were serving sandwiches after school. And I asked my coordinator, why are we giving these kids sandwiches? It's been a couple hours since lunch, and it's going to be an hour or two at most for the dinner. Are their parents going to be angry that you know they're spoiling your, you're spoiling their appetite? And um, I'll never forget her response. She in and said, "We don't know whether these kids are getting dinner. We don't know whether they're getting lunch. The majority of these kids, their families can't afford to pay, uh, on average, two dollars and thirty five cents for them to receive lunch at school. Let alone receive enough food to have a sustainable dinner."
1: Uh, th- that's in- incredible. Uh, you-, you certainly have identified a very, very important challenge. So you've decided to do something about it. Um, organization is called Team Fig. Let's start with that right there. What's the uh, meaning behind uh, behind that name?
2: Uh, so Team Fig is the name we competed under uh, the Peace First Challenge, which is in uh, tandem with the All State Foundation. Um, and so we chose the name Team Fig because we wanted a name that represented what we wanted to bring about in our community. And upon researching it, we realized that figs represented wellness and prosperity. And those were things we wanted to impart on the community.
1: So let's, uh, uh, how old are you?
2: Uh, I just turned 17.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing what you're doing. And Team Fig, I know this, uh, this isn't you alone. I know you have some other wonderful young ladies on the project. Tell us, uh, tell us about the team.
2: Um, so there are uh, five of us on the team right now. I'm the leader, so I organize everything. I help both the tech side, uh, the media and marketing side, and the business group. Um, and then there's Fiona Hsu. She is 15 years old. She handles the majority of media accounts and marketing. Uh, there's Ivy Mao. She, she turned 16. Um, she does a lot of the user interface and outreach. There's Maya White. She does a lot of our business development and we are planning to become a nonprofit organization. So she's handling a lot of that. And then there's Emma Yang. Uh, and Maya is 13, and Emma is also 13. Uh, Emma does the majority of the program. She's kind of the tech team. Um, and,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, amazing. Just awesome. uh, so, Alyssa, so that is the makeup of Team Fig and lots of meaning behind, behind that name. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, you competed uh at at this uh Good Starts Young rally uh which is hosted by the Allstate Foundation uh and I know has been very supportive of the work of Team Fig uh clearly uh addressing a very important uh challenge. So Team Fig, you you pitched an app prototype. You mentioned about the technology. Let's talk about the solution to that challenge. Um tell us a little bit about how you are, uh, I guess, changing the world and hoping to end child hunger in schools.
3: Uh, so, yes, our
2: goal is to make it so that all children can receive uh, lunch at school because, again, that's oftentimes the only way that they can get sustainable food, which is at school. Um, and we want to do it through that So currently the way many school districts school systems work with take for lunch is so that a parent or guardian goes online, and deposits money into their child's lunch account. And then their child uses their ID card or some other card uh, to swipe, and money is deducted from their meal, and then they get their food. Uh, so we want to have a platform that's very similar. We want it to be one where parents can go on and pay for their own child lunch, but then they have the option at the end to pay it forward. And forward means that they would pay the equivalent of one or two meals for another child, which would be under $5 for two meals. Um, For another child in their community, and then money will go towards the registered parent and family, um, and paying towards their lunches. The reason why this is different from current systems, which go to pay off debt, uh, school lunch debt. We want it so it doesn't get to the point where people are in hundreds of dollars of school lunch debt. There are districts that have racked up millions of dollars in school lunch debt. And when a child gets into the lunch debt, they can get alternative meals and be shamed by schools for it. We want to make it so it doesn't get to that extreme
1: and sort of stop it at the heart of it. Incredible. So uh, I, I know that uh, you are working to uh, to address a challenge not in one particular school or in one particular school district. What is your vision for uh, what uh, food for thought and, and Team Fig? Where will you uh, where are you hoping the, the the platform to be in five years from now?
2: Uh, I'm not sure about five years, but I can tell you about our plans for next two. During the school year, we want to finish developing an application. Since we know it's going to be handling money transactions, we want to make sure it's as secure as possible. And by the end of this year, we're hoping to also be a nonprofit organization. So any donations, any people who decide to pay it forward can receive tax deductions for it. Uh, And then next school year, we're hoping to do a beta test. Basically, that would entail... Three different schools we're hoping to have varying levels of uh, average income in three different schools, and we're
1: hoping to test it in those three schools. Uh, if it's a success, then we plan to launch it. Fantastic. So uh, you and your fellow Team Fig members uh, all attend the same school uh, on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So uh, our show we are broadcasting uh, here in Chicago uh, but I, I know we have uh, listeners to our podcasts from around the country. Uh, do you believe that this is a challenge that's impacting uh, folks in, in all neighborhoods? And are there any stories that you've been hearing from, from, uh, f- from folks out and about in the community that have particular, particularly impacted um, your your passion, your desire to, to make an impact?
2: A national issue. Uh, the School Nutrition Association did a 2015 study, and in it they found that 76% of American school districts had school lunch debt. So, the application we're building, we want it to be one that is national. Uh, currently, we're trying to expand our team actually uh, to beyond our school, beyond our state, uh, and beyond the East Coast, uh, because we know that this is an application that can help people all across America. No child should go hungry, and no child should be shamed for their family's financial circumstance. So our overall goal is to make it so that as many children as possible can receive the meals that they need at school, um, and that these children aren't shamed for something that they can't control.
1: Well, we are quickly running out of time, Alyssa, and I want to make sure, of course, that our listeners know how they can find out more. We'll get to that in a moment. Just real quick, do you have any advice for other uh, young entrepreneurs, folks uh, your age that are out there uh, in high schools uh, around the country that have an idea, whether it's for uh, to make a social impact or even a business idea, what advice do you have for them?
2: You're often told when you're a child or a teenager that you should wait until you're an adult to enact change and to put your ideas into uh, practice. But I think that the first challenge and what working with my friends on this application has taught me is that the best people to address problems that are facing youth are often youth themselves because we can relate understand what's happening. If you have an idea, look online, look around in your community for ways to make it a reality. That's
1: because great advice, Alyssa. That's great advice. Uh, uh, we've got about uh, 20 seconds remaining. How can okay. our listeners get involved? Uh, where can they find out more?
2: Uh, our website's plans Renovation, but if you search online for Team uh, Pig or Food Fair Block, uh, you can find access to our social media accounts and
1: go find the page. Fantastic. Search for Team Fig online. You will find a lot about their important and incredible work. Alyssa Capacity, the, uh, the founder, one of the co founders of Team Fig, thank you so much for joining us on Get Down to Business. We'd love to follow your progress and your story, and we certainly will do that in the coming weeks and months ahead. But we've got more information about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Don't touch that dial.
4: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. From the AM560 Traffic Center.
5: I'm Derek Peters with a look at traffic. Heading westbound through northwest Indiana remains a challenge this evening. Westbound 94 backs up before State Road 49 to 249. Indiana Toll Road Westbound's a chore from State Road 49 to the Porch Travel Plaza. and 8094 westbound slow from I-65 to Klein. Elsewhere on the expressways, inbound Edens takes 24 minutes. Lake Cook to Montrose slows between Foster into the junction. Outbound is all clear. Kennedy inbound slow from the extension to Canfield. Then from Montrose down to North Avenue. O- O'Hare to downtown takes 27 minutes, 17. From the junction on the outbound side, 10 to Montrose, 8 in the express lanes, 29 minutes total out to the airport. It's heavy past the junction to Nagel. Stevenson inbound, slow from Lamont to the Tri-State, and then again from Pasadena, Ryan to Lakeshore Drive, 355 to the drive. Takes 45 minutes, 28 if you're coming from the Tri-State. Outside, mostly cloudy, 82 degrees. Tomorrow, expecting mostly sunny skies and high of 72. That's traffic on AM 560, The Answer.
0: Ivanka Trump made a rare live appearance on Fox and Friends. Chicago's Morning
5: Answer with Dan Proft and Amy
0: Jacobson.
6: When she speaks, I just go to my happy place.
0: That's why Jared Kushner married her, I suppose. She
6: can speak because he doesn't.
0: Exactly. No one has ever heard Jared Kushner speak to this day. He just points to her. I wonder how he took... His vow.
6: No, he just nodded.
0: I think she is uh, an asset to President Trump. Chicago's morning
4: answer.
7: Weekday mornings starting at 5 on AM 560. The answer. I'm Pete Sikorsky, COO of Get Fresh Produce, where restaurants, grocery stores, and other food suppliers can take their pick of local, seasonal, and specialty produce. At Get Fresh Produce, our fresh thinking lets us work more efficiently and creatively so we can focus on customer needs. That's why it was an easy choice to partner with Tandem HR who handles all aspects of our human resources.
0: Tandem HR serves as your one-stop, high-touch HR solution. Call 630-468-9298 or visit TandemHR.com.
1: Karis is a nonprofit social service organization who values the importance of human resource needs. Karis provides an oasis of acceptance and support to women facing unplanned pregnancy. As a nonprofit, Karis has limited resources, but by partnering with Tandem HR, they have access to so much more. If you need time to focus on running and growing your organization, call Tandem HR.
0: Tandem HR serves as your one stop, high touch HR solution. Call 630 928 0510 or visit tandemhr.com.
8: Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Chicago? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Chicago area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Chicago is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets
4: to Than's workshop, Text MONEY15 to 99000. Seating is extremely limited. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also receive a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. Text MONEY15 to 99000. That's MONEY15 to
1: 99000. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, this show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. And I'm thrilled to be joined by our next guest, a serial entrepreneur with expertise in healthcare and technology, Christine Correa, the the CEO and co-founder of Joni, which uh, formerly was called Impact Health. Uh, Christine, welcome to the program. I know that you you have a philosophy that our sick system can be uh, transformed into a health system by aligning healthcare organizations with patients and by arming healthcare organizations with innovative thinking, tools, and collaboration. Christine, I am excited to hear about the impact that you are having. Welcome to the program.
2: Thanks so much for having me. A- being on.
1: Absolutely. So tell, uh, why don't we start with your story? I know that you have spent over 15 years uh, focused in a very interesting place involved in both healthcare and technology. Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing and how it's led uh, to what you are doing today.
2: Yeah, most definitely. So my co-founder and I actually met about 12 years ago at a startup. I was coming in to help them get acquired, and she was an Still a software engineer at that point, um, that startup was um, one of the first pioneers um, helping individuals in what was called Medi- Part D figure out how to get a recommendation online. After we finished, you know, that company got acquired. We moved on, and Kaiser was one of our clients there, and asked us if we would come join them to help them do something similar, which they called if you would help us flip Medicare, so they could. Um, get a return on investment of about $7.6 billion. We did that for three years um, and were very quick actual experts in the industry in Medicare, which was a weird sort of place to have expertise in at that time. Um, and from there, we started our first company, which was called Humanize Health. And what we were, we were like the MacGyvers of health insurance. And so we would work on behalf of usually board of directors, for a health insurance company and help them implement pretty large-scale projects and initiatives that were, you know, about 100 million-plus in project scope. They were things like where they had switched hands a couple of times with maybe two or three of the big five consulting firms. And um, usually it was something very – I mean, like the company could get shut down. The health plan could get shut down. It might be in danger of losing one of their business areas like Medicaid or Medicare. So we would come in and um, kind of get them back on their feet. We did that for five years, had a great business, had 25 employees, had, you know, every pretty much you know, about 85 health plans that we worked for, most little ones and mid sized ones and some small ones. Now, one day we were at a dinner party, and um, one of our friends, who was a film director, asked us, since we were in health insurance, if we could help him figure out why one of his, uh, well, while well, Anthem really was the plan he had, wasn't covering his doctor visits or any of his medications. And we were surprised he was on the preview field. He had a great plan on paper, but as we kept looking into it, we realized that it was never going to actually cover what he needed. And he was paying about $3,000 a month out of pocket to cover the doctor visits and medications his family needed. We started to build this spreadsheet just to figure out what was going on and uh, pulled data and started to realize that data was really difficult to get. and needed PhD and insurance to figure this stuff out. Put a lot of math behind it, and then started
1: testing it out with friends. So, Christine, um, it's it, it's interesting. Uh, these days in, in 2017, the the topic about the economy is that artificial intelligence is 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 hurting people. It's uh, it's if people are losing jobs as a result of it. Well, you and your uh, and your co founder have discovered is that by using data and by using machine learning and artificial intel- intelligence, you're actually able to help. People, uh, give us some examples of, of of how that data that you've uh, the, you've learned throughout your career, but also uh, that you are working with. Uh, you're working with, I know, pretty much a wide spectrum of health plans. You mentioned Kaiser, you mentioned Humana and uh, Anthem, and so on, and so on, and so on. How, what are the stories that are impacting this? And 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 I, I just asked uh, our our recent guest, what's your vision uh, for? Uh, for Joni over these next five years?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the interesting thing is artificial intelligence and machine learning can sound really terrifying. Um, But, I mean, the reality of what we're using it for is to actually offset cognitive tasks. So, if I need the PhD, practically, right, in math, statistics, um, and health insurance, to really understand the data and do the advanced math behind the scenes um, makes it pretty much impossible for a for an average consumer to be able to do that. Nor do you have to spend two to three weeks researching figuring, figuring that out. So our takes about fifty-two, or our, our algorithm takes about fifty-two different data points. Um, we take everything from the medications you take to um, the finances of a health plan. And I'll give you an example of that. We have, we had a client, um, and one of the ways we started getting better at the algorithms is figuring out real-life cases. But we had a client that used a drug called Humira. Humira is incredibly expensive. It can be about $1,200 an injection. um, And so you can easily spend about $12,000 a year on Humira. Very few health plans cover Humira. Um, If you find a health plan, that covers Humira, um, and you pay, let's say, $200 an injection, that is quite the deal. But if that health plan has a track record of adding a drug to their, what's called a formulary, which is basically the list of drugs that they cover, and then drops them mid which happens very often, you don't want that health plan because you're going to get stuck and and maybe have paid more on a premium or whatever it is to try to, to get them covered. So we also do analysis in the background um, on trends on how a health plan behaves almost um, within their own product lines. Um, and we do that for the last two-year period. Um, another thing we do is we can get very predictive on what kind of insurance you need, on medications you pay, as well as doc, number of doctors. we can start at. If you take a certain kind of, I mean, if you take um, any kind of heart medication, we can assume that you're probably seeing a cardiologist. And so we will account for that and make sure we're looking for a plan that's very rich with that. If you're taking ADHD medications, we can assume a lot with that too. Um, Usually with ADHD in that category, you probably have some anxiety. You might be seeing a doctor for those reasons. You definitely are seeing um, a psychologist or psychiatrist that dispenses. That ADHD medication, as well as your own symptoms, and there's other things you might have that may develop over time. So we want to look at a plan that would actually cover all of those.
1: Sure. So Christine, uh, I, I, we only have about two minutes remaining, and I want to make sure uh, that uh, that our listeners understand. I know on uh, on your website, which we'll of course share with our listeners tonight. Um, Joni is really being uh, being called the healthcare concierge. Um, why is that term uh, appropriate? And and I know you've talked a lot about the plans and and helping sort of identify and navigate on that side. But what about the decisions, like finding a doctor, and and some of those very practical decisions that I know are so stressful for so many people? Yeah, there's
2: not so once you buy insurance. We pretty much drop off of anything else, right? So a broker traditionally or a health plan won't really do anything else with you um, other than send you a bill. So that's where we step in. We believe that consumers need to actually have someone in their back pocket that is taking care of all of the other things that come with after you buy insurance one time a year. So our concierge service is driven by machine learning and experts within humans. Um, It does everything takes care of everything for free that you would need. Finding a doctor in the network, outside of the network, whatever it is specific you're looking for. If you need help paying a bill um, and figuring out bills should be paid, a lot of times we get these and aren't sure what they mean. We'll fight the bill for you as well. Um, Anything to do with finding prescription, um, like lower prescription drug costs, um, pharmacies, um, pretty much Anything to do with managing your health insurance um, so, is where we see the future
1: here with this. It, it, it's incredible, and you truly are uh, bridging those worlds of healthcare and technology and making an impact on so many thousands and thousands of people. And I know that our listeners will be hearing a lot about the work of Joni. Um, but uh, in the meantime, I, I would love to make sure that our listeners can find out more about the work that you're doing. And, and I, I, I know they can search by zip code. How can they find you online? www.joany.com. Okay, J-O-A-N-Y.com. Check it out. It's the easiest way to get health insurance. You can find the best plan. Very, very quick process. Christine, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be sure to have you back on in the coming weeks. But we've got more tips, advice, and information coming for you after this quick break.
4: The biggest conservative event in Chicago is back. It's Freedom Summit 2017, and it's coming to the Western Chicago Northwest in Itasca on Saturday, November 11th, and it's bigger than ever. This year, see best-selling author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza, along with Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, Larry Elder, Joe Walsh, Dan Proft, Amy Jacobson, and many more. Tickets are on sale now at freedomsummitchicago.com. That's freedomsummitchicago.com. Sponsored in part by healthinsurancementors.com.
0: Fox News Radio, I'm Steve Rappaport. Standing up to North Korea, expected to top the agenda when President Trump addresses the United Nations this week. This regime is so
4: close now to threatening the United States and others with a a nuclear weapon that we really have to move with a great deal of urgency on sanctions, on diplomacy, and on preparing, if necessary a military option.
0: National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster on Fox News Sunday. The Trump administration is considering closing the U.S. Embassy in Cuba after diplomats mysteriously got sick. State Department officials believe unexplained so-called sonic attacks left U.S. diplomats and their families ill, some with permanent hearing loss or concussions, others with nausea, headaches and ear ringing. Now, the U.S., Has only gone as far as blaming Cuba for failing to protect American diplomats in Havana. Fox's Brian Yenis, Fox News. We report, you decide.
4: How can you get from here to there? We've got the answer from the AM 560 Traffic Center.
5: I'm Derek Peters with a look at traffic. Inbound Eden's Lake Cook to Montrose takes 24 minutes. It backs up from Foster into the junction. No problems outbound. Kennedy inbound slowing from O'Hare extension to Canfield and then from the junction to North Avenue. O'Hare to downtown. 29 minutes. 18 from the junction. Outbound Kennedy's clear up to the junction. 10 in the locals. 8 in the express lanes. 29 minutes out to the airport. Total it's heavy past the junction to Nagel. Eisenhower inbound. 33 minutes. Thorndale to the old post office. 20 in from Mannheim. Snacks from Mannheim to first. Outbound just a minute more. Your delay there runs from Laramie to Harlem. Stevenson inbound cast to County Line Road is slow and then backs up into the Lakeshore Drive ramp. 355 to Lakeshore takes 41 minutes, 28 minutes from the tri-state. Outbound, 27 to the tri-state, 37 to 355. Western to Pulaski is the slowdown. Outside, mostly cloudy, 82 degrees tomorrow. Expecting mostly sunny skies and a high of 72. That's traffic on AM560, The Answer.
9: For the past 100 years, R.B. Hayward Company has been a leader in the Chicagoland HVAC sheet metal industry. Hayward has installed ventilation systems in landmark Chicago buildings like the Field Museum and Northwestern University. In 2001, we made the decision to partner with Tandem HR. For the past 13 years, we have received expert assistance with our HR, payroll, and benefits functions. Outsourcing these functions to Tandem allows Hayward to focus on what we do best— serving our customers, and growing our core business. If you're looking for an HR outsourcing expert, we encourage you to contact Tandem. If you need a heating, ventilating, air conditioning expert, give us a call. R.B. Hayward Company at 847 671 0400 or on the web at haywardhvac.com
0: tandem hr serves as your one-stop high-touch hr solution call 630-928-0510 or visit tandemhr.com
6: all right i have to admit it was an eyesore the chipping and paint peeling on our front and back porch it looked awful but thanks to Certapro painters the porch looks brand new the painters who showed up were professional, respectful. They were done in just a few hours, and when they left, the house looked brand new. They really are the best in the business, and it's not too late to book your exterior painting project. There are several spots open on Pro's summer schedule. Here's an idea. Let Pro painters transform your home while you're on vacation and return to a freshly painted house. They're celebrating their 25th anniversary this year, and so we invite you to experience the Pro difference. For a free estimate call 1-800-GO-CERTA, C-E-R-T-A, or visit certapro.com, that's certa with the C. Get that painting project off your to-do list. Each Certapro painter's business is independently owned and operated. Certapro Painters, we do painting, you do life. Message
8: and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
10: Do you know the top 3 promotional items for driving new customers? We do Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint. The nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting TOP to 642642. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting TOP to 642 642. That's T O P to 642 642.
1: Welcome back to Get Down to Business. We are the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, powered by our friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Check them out online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630 928 510. Thrilled to be joined by Lior Vaknin, uh, who's the founder and president of. At Israeli startups NYC, which is the largest Israeli American tech community in New York, and I know that you uh, you certainly uh, have have brought a, a definition to the uh, to the very very popular term startup nation. Lior, welcome to the program.
3: Thank you for having me. Hi shalom.
1: Uh, well it 's great to have you on the program so uh, i'd love to hear a little bit about uh, about the community that you 've been building in new york i 'd love to hear uh, your story of how you got involved in that and then uh, of course i 'd love to have a discussion with you about the about the uh, about the uh, community of uh, entrepreneurship and technology that 's really developing uh, so Lior, tell us uh, tell us how you got started
3: okay so first of all. Is, um, I'm sorry about the background. Noise. Um, Israeli Startups NYC anyway, is a community I started in 2013 after arriving as an Israeli entrepreneur to New York, where I found out two things that really bothered me. First was the fact that even though there are a lot of Israeli entrepreneurs there, there wasn't much of a community. And second was that it, when I talked to the average person on the street, um, his notion of Israel was mostly focused on the conflict with the Palestinians or his general idea of what Israel is about is uh, just another um, Middle Eastern, um, you know, desert um, and so forth. And so I wanted to really work and change these two, uh, these two things. Now, Israeli startup Fanoi, he started as a side project. And apparently there was a void, and so it grew to really become uh, one of the largest uh, Israeli American tech communities in the country today. We have uh, over 6,000 people. And um, actually, I, in June uh, of this year, I decided uh, to take this uh, venture and go around the country um, and share the story of what Israel is all about in all 50 states.
1: So Lior, I, I think that I think that for so many people, they uh, you know, they think of Israel as a beautiful country, uh, they think of Israel as a as a tourist destination. Um, you're focusing on something very, very interesting, which is the business, uh, the economics, the entrepreneurship, which is which truly is a fascinating conversation. So we'll talk small business in just a few minutes. We'll talk about the entrepreneurship, but uh you have developed partners. In your work, uh, as you mentioned, traveling around the country, uh, discussing these uh, these stories, uh, your partners include Microsoft, AOL, Amazon, WeWork, uh, and you've received a lot of attention. Tell us a little bit about those big companies and the and their uh, their connection in Israel and their uh, structure on the ground in Israel. Okay, so um, first
3: of all, a lot of the big corporations um, have made it their goal to get in touch and get connected to the ground to see what uh, interesting startups and interesting companies are coming up with. Uh, For example, Microsoft, now a lot of their uh, focus is around their um, cloud services. It's called Azure. And they're the the biggest competitor, I would say, of uh, Amazon, Um, Amazon, Cloud services is uh, I'm, I'm thinking that the largest, largest player in in this field, and so they are doing whatever they can in order to get connected. And with the fact that we have the ability uh, to bring the people, bring the entrepreneurs at a very early stage, um, to to a specific, to a specific room and have them, you know, be familiarized with this type of service and with these. Uh, kind of an advantage that um, a company like Microsoft can offer uh, to an entrepreneur at as an, as an early start, especially when you don't have a lot of funding, so sure. you kind of cut the cost, you cost uh, wherever you can. Um, and as you probably know, uh, hosting and, and, um, and cloud services can cost a lot of money, especially when you start to gain uh, users and traction. And so it was a natural fit. And same goes with, uh, with WeWork. it uh, you know, I'm proud to say that it's an Israeli American company, and it grew to be um, very, very large uh, uh, corporation now. It's uh, I think its last valuation they just raised around was over 20 billion dollars, and they're offering um, uh, co-working and, and shared office space all over the world. And for so them, it's also really being able to, to reach the crowd and reach the, the community uh, who needs their services. So we, we kind of find natural partners, uh, people that can help us with what uh, uh, with what we're looking um And we can help them and bring it. Leora, I'm going to
1: have to squeeze in a a very quick break in in just a moment. But I do want to talk to you once we come back from that break regarding the mentality and the mindset of Startup Nation. We'll talk about that in a moment. But real quick, if you don't mind, tell us a, a little bit about ISNYC and the bridge that you've been building, specifically in New York, because perhaps it could be a model in Chicago. What kind of events are you putting on?
3: We've been putting on events that are networking, but it also has the element of keynote speakers, panel, uh, um, and everything that is related to Israeli tech. So we have a pitch night event where we bring every few months, we bring uh, five companies, early stage companies that we see uh, are...
1: amazingly are We're, we're going to be right back and we'll talk some more about that. We're talking with Lior Vaknin. We'll be right back and Get Down to Business.
4: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. From the AM560 Traffic Center.
5: I'm Derek Peters. Here's a look at traffic on the inbound Edens. It's 24 minutes like Cook to Montrose. Heavy from Foster into the junction. No problems on the outbound side. Inbound Kennedy's getting better. Still slow though from the O'Hare extension to Canfield. Then from Lawrence through the junction to the Burn interchange. 31 minutes O'Hare to downtown. 20 from the junction. Outbound Kennedy's clear to the junction. That's 10 in the local lanes. 8 in the express lanes. 29 minutes total out to the airport. It's heavy past the junction to Nagel. Eisenhower inbound slow from Manheim to First Avenue. Thorndale to the old post office. 33 minutes. 20 in from. Manheim outbound is just a minute more is snagged there from Laramie to Harlem Stevenson. Give yourself forty minutes, three fifty-five to Lakeshore Drive, twenty-eight minutes from the outbound side to the tri-state, thirty-eight to three fifty-five. Slow from Damon to Pulaski outside, mostly cloudy, eighty-two degrees tomorrow. Expecting mostly sunny skies and a high of seventy-two with a slight chance for showers. That's traffic on AM five sixty. The answer.
1: Karis is a nonprofit social service organization who values the importance of human resource needs. Karis provides an oasis of acceptance and support to women facing unplanned pregnancy. As a nonprofit, Karis has limited resources, but by partnering with Tandem HR, they have access to so much more. If you need time to focus on running and growing your organization, call Tandem HR.
0: Tandem HR serves as your one stop, high touch HR solution. Call 630 928 0510 or visit
7: tandemhr.com. I'm Pete Sikorsky, COO of Get Fresh Produce, where restaurants, grocery stores, and other food suppliers can take their pick of local, seasonal, and specialty produce. At Get Fresh Produce, our fresh thinking lets us work more efficiently and creatively so we can focus on customer needs. That's why it was an easy choice to partner with Tandem HR who handles all aspects of our human resources.
0: Tandem HR serves as your one-stop, high-touch HR solution. Call 630-468-9298 or visit TandemHR.com.
8: Hey, one thing I know for sure: so many of our listeners got that boy—they get a great night's sleep. That's because so many of you have purchased my pillows and saved a lot of money. If you don't sleep on a my pillow, I suggest you act now by using the promo code Joe. You'll get the absolute best deal available anywhere. It's the fifty percent discount on a my pillow four pack, including two premium my pillows and two go anywhere my pillows. You can move the fill to give you the support you need, regardless of sleep position, and won't wake up to a stiff neck or headache. They're made in America. You can wash and dry them. They're hypoallergenic, have a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. True patriot and founder Mike Lindell donated 60,000 pillows to Texas flood victims. So get your 50% off the four-pack in September by calling... 800-489-0201. 800-489-0201. Use the promo code Joe or visit MyPillow.com. That's 800-489-0201. Promo code Joe.
1: We are back on Get Down to Business, and I'm chatting with Leor Vachnin, the uh, the, an expert on uh, Startup Nation. Uh, and you are traveling all 50 states talking about uh, the small business and entrepreneurial scene, the connection between Israel and the United States. Um, but Lior, I would love to talk to you uh, just a little bit about what the startup nation mentality, there are so many entrepreneurs, there are so many uh, innovators in Israel that are developing fascinating companies. What's behind it? What's the mindset? What's, uh, why are they so successful at developing these businesses that, uh, that folks around the world are hearing about, whether it's in healthcare or technology? Um, it's, you
3: know, it's a great question. And... A lot of people have been asking it, and I would reference uh, to uh, one great book that cover really um, some of the reasons, and it's called, the name of the book is Startup Nation. But uh, in my opinion, it really uh, it boils down to culture, um, the Israeli culture. It embraces failure, which is a huge part of building um, building companies and building startups. So, People aren't afraid to fail, and they understand that it's part of the, the learning curve, and it's part of your way to success, where in a lot of uh, cultures, um, once you're a failure, you're kind of uh, you're embarrassed by it, and, and you don't want people to know about it. So Israeli culture um, really embraces it. And another thing is challenging authority, and we know it by the Israeli term, chutzpah. Uh, uh, That that we have the nerve to to do things that are bolder, do things and challenge companies, challenge big big corporations, multi-billion dollar companies and say, no, you know what, even though we're young and we're two or three people, we can do a better work than you do. And I think that those really, those are the key key elements of being successful um, in building um, a startup and later on bigger companies.
1: Those are two great points, Lear, of uh, of how uh, young uh, American companies can learn from uh, from Israeli startups. Uh, two great, uh, you know, points, uh, 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 foundational points. Uh, that I think are often overlooked. But I know this is not what you talk about uh, frequently, but I, I love to sort of push the limits a little bit. Do you believe that there's things that Israeli companies can learn from uh, from their American counterparts, from an entrepreneur in uh, in New York City or in Chicago uh, that uh, that maybe can help them improve? Because I know, Lior, a lot of the work that you're doing is trying to create networking and build the bridge between Uh, the business community in Israel and in North America. What can the Israelis learn from us Americans?
3: So, first of all, you know, it's humbling to think of of Israel as a country of only around 8 million people and um, even be on the same level of, you know, what Americans can learn from Israelis and Israelis can learn from Americans. But uh, I think the two points, uh, that I really noticed that are really strong with, uh, with the American um, you know, startups and, and ecosystem is one the fact of follow-ups and it's about building relationships long-term. Um, a lot of times, this is something that the Israelis come here to America and they want to raise a round of funding. Uh, when they get the no, is like, okay, he doesn't want to invest. Screw him! I'll go to the next to the next guy. Um, and I think that we can do a better job at this. And the second part is a lot about the marketing and branding. And Israelis, especially those who are coming for the uh, building the startups and building those big technology companies, are coming from a more uh, technical point of view of where I have this great algorithm or I I build this great uh, artificial intelligence machine, and it will sell itself where... We know in America the importance of uh, building and packaging it the right way. So I think that those two elements are key for, for businesses in general, and are there is room for improvement with the Israeli startups and Israeli entrepreneurs.
1: It's, uh, it's, those are some great points. And uh, your point regarding, the, uh, regarding how impactful uh, Israel is. Uh, even with a a relatively small population uh certainly changing the world and that I certainly encourage all of our listeners to check out the book Startup Nation uh to learn a little bit more about some of those examples of the impact on technology and healthcare and there's so many other industries as well uh Leo there are some fascinating business examples that have been started in Tel Aviv or or even in some other communities. I I, I was actually just in uh, in Israel just uh, six, seven weeks ago, and I'm walking down the beach in Tel Aviv, and I see a small office, and it says Wix.com. And Wix is a company, a website uh, creator that so many uh, North Americans uh, identify with, and we hear ads for it on the radio. Did you know it's from Israel? And I know, Lior, you probably have... Uh, hundreds and thousands of examples. So you're on a 50-state tour uh, telling the story. How can our listeners learn more and find out more about uh, Startup Nation and uh, the importance of building the connection between Israeli and North American companies?
3: So there are a few resources that I like to uh, send people. One of them is mapped in Israel. Um, It's a great platform that allows people to search through keywords and tags and, uh, and relevant categories to whatever you're interested in. The, the average listener is, is interested. If he's interested in um, cars, he can look up the tag of cars and see what kind of startups are focusing on that. Digital health, marketing, cybersecurity, and so on. So this is one uh, one resource, resource that I would recommend. And, um, of course, you can follow me on my journey, and I'm planning again on revisiting all 50 states, so you can um, hopefully hear me talk
1: more. Oh, we're slowly losing Lior, so look him up online. Uh, Lior Vaknin, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to get down to business. We'll be right back.
11: If you did not purchase health insurance coverage during the 2017 Open Enrollment, I can help you purchase a PPO health insurance plan at any time during the year. This is Tom Maribali, your health insurance advocate and independent producer for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois and other health insurance carriers. If you are between the ages of 19 and 64, you are automatically paying for maternity coverage whether you want the coverage or not. If you are a non-smoking 50-year-old male or female living in the city of Chicago... The monthly premium rate for a 100% tax-deductible health savings account PPO plan would be $590 per month. But I can show you how to eliminate the mandatory maternity benefit and lower your monthly premiums down to approximately $240 per month. To see if you qualify or for more information, call me, Tom Arabali at at 630-863-3477. That's
7: 630-863-3477. You've heard of the fun police? Well, we're the opposite. The original Donut Shop coffee. Full-flavored, deliciously straightforward coffee best enjoyed with a smile. So good, it's criminal. (sighs) Enjoy a cup and sprinkle some fun into your day. Made for your Keurig brewer. Find it at keurig.com and grocery stores everywhere. Just look for the bright teal box with the donut. The original Donut Shop coffee. Have more fun.
4: These days, barely a week goes by without another data breach making the news. If you think it only affects companies, think again. Because it could be your data that's being breached and sold on the dark web. That's why it's more important than ever to protect yourself. Start by getting a free dark web scan, only from Experian. In a few seconds, you'll know if your email has been compromised. And it's totally free. Go to Experian.com slash scan to get started. That's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N dot com slash scan.
1: And now it's time for your business tip of the week, which can be heard daily on the morning show at 7:30 a.m. right here on AM 560. The answer: Have you ever thought about really getting to know your candidates? Yes. So many of our listeners are posting jobs right now, spreading the word about open positions, trying to staff up. Whether it's for the holidays, for the end of the year, there's so much that goes into running a company, and you need people to do it. So you're promoting these positions, and finally, you start to get some responses and now it's time for the interview process and that might be uh something that many uh employers dread uh but uh, think about it from the candidate's side uh candidates today are pretty savvy and they're, they look perfect for a job on paper, but how can you conduct an interview that will tell you whether they truly know their stuff, are a good cultural fit for your organization, have the competencies and skills that you're looking for in an employee? If by asking a variety of thought-provoking and sometimes creative, interactive interview questions will allow insight into a person's knowledge, skills, and abilities. And I've heard so many interesting stories over these past few years of uh, millennials um, and young folks that are out there Uh, looking for jobs, and they've been interviewed by interesting companies, and they are asked the most bizarre, the most odd questions, and I know there must be something behind it. So I did a little bit of research um, on behalf of all of you loyal listeners that get down to business. I wanted you to understand why companies like Google and so many other companies are, are asking questions. Your candidate should always possess the knowledge needed to complete the job, right? No brainer. Questions that will determine whether the the candidates truly possess the skills and knowledge to perform the job at hand are usually the first asked and rightfully so. Just make sure that those are not the only questions that are asked. Your candidate should be a strong communicator. Um, so you can ask questions like, "Explain something to me in five minutes that's complicated, but that you know well." That's a very open-ended question that will require your candidates to talk a little bit, and in the course of the answer, you will you will uncover whether they actually know their stuff. You're actually encouraging a long answer to a question, and that will get uh, hopefully the uh, the fluff out of the way. Uh, you want to ask, "Tell me about a time you proposed a new program or idea." To your organization, how did you get buy-in from your colleagues? What communication tools have you used? Do you find the tools efficient? Why or why not? You'll learn a little bit about what they can bring to the table, creativity. You want to ask, tell me about a time that you've dealt with an angry customer, coworker, or a manager. And tell me about a difficult conversation that you've had with a manager, peer, or a direct report, and how did it go? And what method of communication do you prefer, email, phone, instant message, or text? By asking all of those questions, you will get to know the person behind the resume. You will get to know what h- how good of a communicator they are. And communication clearly is one of the most important skills that will make or break a new hire. Um, you could ask a lot of other questions about competencies and skills. Obviously, that's impacted by what kind of company you are in. If you're in technology, you'll clearly have different questions. Problem solving, this is really where it gets fun. You want to ask questions like, what was the best idea you came up with in your current position? Describe a stressful work situation. Tell me about a work-related problem that you have not solved yet. Name a situation in which you found a creative way to overcome an obstacle and give an example of a time when you anticipated potential problems and developed preventative measures. All of those questions you will be able to figure out, can your candidate problem solve by asking a variety of questions that allow a candidate to open up and tell stories, relax, and be themselves as much as possible, will give you a much better idea of how likely the candidate is to succeed in both the role and in your company itself. Make sure you schedule enough time to go through all the questions you have for each candidate. Good candidates will also come up with their own questions, so be sure to allow for additional time. We had a fantastic lineup of guests. We learned a lot about Team Fig, we learned about Joni, and we learned about StartUp Nation. Hope you enjoyed today's program. We'll be on next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer. For additional information on how to find the perfect candidate for your company, which I spent the past few minutes talking about, uh, we realize that culture and workplace are so important. You want to contact our friends at Tandem HR. They are a PEO, professional employer organization. And they work with hundreds of businesses, bringing HR payroll and benefit solutions. Find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call 630-928-0510. To success, let's get down to business.
0: Let Tandem HR be your single-source solution. Tandem HR will tailor their services to address your specific business challenges. Wouldn't it be nice to have an HR expert in your office? Hi, I'm Bruce Leon. As founder of Tandem HR,
4: I understand the challenges of running a small to mid-sized business.